Welcome to the Business Law Podcast, the podcast where we demystify the law. Jonathan Fleischer is your host, and in each episode, we will unravel legal complexities and delve into intriguing topics that directly impact your business, from contract essentials to litigation strategies and everything in between. Join us to explore the fascinating intersection of law and entrepreneurship. So tune in for expert insights and captivating discussions that make the legal side of business not just understandable, but actually interesting. Let's dive in. This podcast is not intended as legal advice. Seek legal counsel for all legal issues. Let's get started. This week's question is, can my partner open a competing business? And of course, like all legal questions, the answer is not a simple yes or no. If the answer was a simple yes or no, attorneys would be out of business. The answer is it depends. Now let's go through some concepts before we see what it depends on and why your partner would or would not be able to open up a competing business. First concept and the most important concept I'd say in this conversation is the concept of fiduciary duties. What is a fiduciary duty? Generally speaking, a fiduciary duty means that I have some kind of obligation to act in your best interests on a general basis, meaning not just in the job that I'm doing, but on a more general basis, I am obligated to act in your best interests. So let's give some examples to flush it out. If I hire a construction company to build me a house, I own a lot in the middle of a residential neighborhood. And so I hire a construction company to build me a house. Then my neighbor down the block also wants to build a house. And so he goes and hires the same construction company. Now the construction company knows that I'm a very fancy guy. I like to show off. And so I want to have the fanciest house on the block. Now, since I'm living in this kind of neighborhood, the guy down the block also wants to have the fanciest house. And so now the builder knows that whatever he does for either guy is essentially working against the interests of the guy down the block. Is the builder allowed to build both houses? The answer is yes. The owner is given the plans. He has a job to do what's in the plans, to build it, uh, to build it at cost value, to do the best job he can. Uh, but it's none of, it's none of his concern. It's none of his, uh, it's none of his business, frankly. If the guy down the block also wants a fancy house and this guy wants a fancy house, and in some regard he's working against each of them while building the other's house, that's none of his concern. Now let's change up that scenario a drop and say I hire an attorney. All right. So I'm a land developer. I decide that I think this new area is going to be built up soon. I think I'm going to buy up land there. So I reach out to an attorney. I say, Hey, I reached out. I want to buy parcel A, which is 30 acres for a million dollars. I think I can subdivide it and build a development of 50 houses and I'll make tons of money. I say, great. We sign a retainer agreement. He's going to make money. I'm going to make money. Everybody's happy. Then developer B calls me and he says, hey, look, I think in this town uh, it's going to be taken off soon. I want to start buying up land here. And he says, I want to buy parcel B, which is 50 acres. I can buy it for $1.5 million. I think I can put in 100 units, make tons of money. And so I want you to sign me. I want you to represent me. Can I now represent the second guy? And the answer is probably not. And the reason I can't represent him, even though these two guys are not in direct conflict with each other, So it's not necessarily a direct conflict of interest. 
the fact is that when you have two new developers walking into a certain place, they are essentially going to be working against each other's interests somewhat. And so since I owe a fiduciary duty to the first guy, I cannot then go and represent the second guy, which would be against the interests of the first guy. That's the idea of a fiduciary duty. So here's the question. When you have two partners in a business, do they owe a fiduciary duty to the business or do they just owe to the business exactly what they owe? So if I said I will uh, take care of all the back office work for the business, all I have to do is take care of the back office work. And I am not obligated to generally look out for the best interests of the business in all of my other dealings. Is that how it works with a partner or does a partner have a fiduciary duty to the business uh, to look out for the best interests of the business in general? And the answer is by default, a partner does owe fiduciary duties. All right. So what that means is that if we are partners in a business, we open up a business together, we're both involved in the business, we both take profits from the business, right? Even if we didn't write up a paper, we are still partners and each of the partners has an obligation to always act in the best interests of the business. What that means is that if an opportunity comes along, let's say we sell furniture, okay? And um, we're a distributor and we work with different manufacturers of furniture, different companies. Obviously, in this kind of business, the contacts that you have are paramount to what kind of furniture you're going to be getting in which companies you're going to get, how much you're going to be able to mark up, etc. So one day, a big company calls the office and says, hey, we're looking for another distributor in your area. We'd like to meet with you guys and go over terms. Now, I, as the partner, I think to myself, we can make a lot of money off these guys. If I keep it in this company, I'm going to be splitting that profit with my partner. I'm not going to keep it in this company. I'm going to open up a new company start business with these guys, I take 100% of the profits, and I'll just keep my current business with my partner running the way it does, but I'm also going to be taking on clients in my new business. Is that allowed? The answer is no, of course not. That is a breach of fiduciary duty. That means even though you may be doing everything you're required to do while you're sitting at your desk at work, that's not enough. You always have to act in the best interests of the company. All right, so that's by default. Partners do owe a fiduciary duty to each other. The next question is, though, what creates a partnership? Do we have to have a paper that says we are hereby 50-50 partners in this business? So the answer is that partnership can take many different forms. The example I worked with until now is just two guys open a company together. They both put in investment money. They're both taking profits. That is a partnership by default. So even if they didn't sign a paper that says we're partners, it doesn't matter. That's a partnership by default, um, and they would owe each other fiduciary duties. Another way to become a partner is uh, members of an LLC. So if you have an LLC that's involved in investing in real estate in specific areas, and then you've got um, three members of the LLC, each one one-third owner, of course, each of them will owe each other a fiduciary duty. Same for closely held corporations. So if you've got a corporation and you've got three members, each one owns 100 shares of stock and the company only has 300 shares of stock, um, they are partners in the business and by default, they would have fiduciary duties. Of course, there's exceptions. There's always exceptions. The first and most basic exception is 
where the partners contracted out of certain fiduciary duties. So a contract generally just means any legal binding agreement between two, two people, two entities. And so if there is a binding contract that says that uh, partner A and B do not owe any fiduciary duties to one another, they are just um, working together for this specific project, then that will be a joint venture, which is a whole nother topic. But generally speaking, they would not owe fiduciary duties to each other outside of that joint venture. So um, there would be no fiduciary duties. If a contract says, forget about saying this project, it says they shall owe no fiduciary duties to each other, period. That would take away the fiduciary duty requirement. There may still be um, kind of breaches of, there, there are other causes of action you could bring to sue, but it's going to be a more difficult battle because you're not going to be working with breach of fiduciary duty, which generally can be contracted away, at least in closely held corporations. You're going to be dealing with a breach of good faith and fair dealing, which is harder. It's a much harder hurdle um, to get over than just breach of fiduciary duty, which is pretty basic. All right. So that's one exception. Now, the other exception, which is, I'd say, much more common, is uh, the question of when is something considered to be against the interests of the company, right? So let's say if we put things on a spectrum, the example I gave before where a call came in and somebody looking to do business with the company, uh, and then you decide to open a new company and take them on the side, that, of course, is an egregious breach of fiduciary duty. Let's talk on the flip side. Let's say we sign up, we open an LLC together because we are investing in real estate in New Jersey, right? So we get investors, we syndicate, we have lots of fun buying up real estate. And where we're buying up the real estate is in New Jersey. Now, let's say one of the partners then decides uh, he wants to go check out Texas, right? Doesn't even talk to his partner about it. He goes and he checks out Texas, also a hot real estate market, and he decides to start investing in Texas. Is that a breach of fiduciary duty? Right. That's much more iffy because uh, it would probably have to look back and say, is there anything written that says that their um, partnership was going to be limited to New Jersey? And if there's nothing written, then I'll say, well, were there conversations? Right. Since it's not clear in their documents uh, what exactly the scope of this partnership was, what the business plan to go into, that's already going to be um, obviously much further on a spectrum. And it's going to be kind of case by case basis. Um, but those are the basic concepts behind it. Again, is breach of fiduciary duty, um, of course, contracts. One thing to remember, though, is that even if your partner is not allowed to, that doesn't mean he's breaking the law if he does. He's not going to get arrested. He's not going to go to jail. Um, the only thing that's going to happen is that you can sue him for damages and possibly uh, an injunction, which would force him to stop doing certain things that he's doing. But just realize that when, when someone asks the question, is my partner allowed to, uh, the question is not really if he's allowed to. The question is, are there going to be any consequences financially if you decide to sue him? And so, in short, the answer is a partner generally cannot open a business that competes with the current business unless the partners specifically agreed to allow that. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week and a happy new year. Thanks for listening to the Business Law Podcast, a podcast produced and edited by Elemento Productions. That's E-L-I-M-E-N-O Productions.com.